everybody, and welcome back to another player interview on the Transfer Portal CFB presented by No Context CFB. I'm your host, Dylan Rubin King, and joining me bright and early this morning is Liam Blutman, No Context CFB himself. How are we doing, Liam? Good, but I mean, I'm an absolute idiot with that banner. Yeah, I we just saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, we that's bad on me. Wait, no interview, no interview, we done. <laughs> I should have taken that down about 10 minutes ago. I'm on the Florida State bandwagon. We're going big time places next year. Let's go win a natty. Thank you. Absolutely. And we are so happy to be joined by Florida State defensive end Jared Verse today. Jared, thank you for joining us. How are we doing today? I'm good. Thank you all for having me. Absolutely, man. First full season of Power 5 FBS football in the books. How's the body feeling? Man, it's good. A little banged up, but that's expected from any season of football. It's a long, hard, grueling season. But, you know, I'm a little banged up, a little, little sore here, a little sore there. But, you know, every day, 1% better getting back to my full health. I want to talk about your recruitment coming out of high school when you were an unranked recruit with just one offer, I believe. But we quickly saw how big of a mistake that was and just how overlooked you were as a recruit and a prospect in general as you're rapidly becoming a straight, like a monster for the NFL. I want to know, what were your initial thoughts about playing for Albany? And then what's some advice that you'd have for a recruit that's finding themselves in a situation similar to yours? My thing with stars was stars don't matter to me. Obviously, like with starting and like everything like that, it tells you like who's like the best and all that stuff. And they can do good for rankings and stuff. But to me, like stars didn't matter. Like if I played like a dude that was like ranked high, like show me why you ranked high. And I'm gonna show you why I should be. And that was always my mindset. So it didn't really matter to me. And then Albany was the only school to give me a chance. They were the only ones to go like, yeah, like we want you here. Like come play for us. I knew if I got the chance, I was going to take full advantage of it. I was in the weight room all the time. I was eating all the meals they gave us, everything they provided for us, I was taking full advantage of. So, you know, when everything started coming tenfold my way, I started getting bigger, stronger, faster. I wasn't surprised. A lot of people were surprised. I wasn't. It was just a a lot of hard work. It's just something you got to dedicate yourself to. And for anybody out there that's, you know, find themselves in a similar position I was in, it's just hard work. If you make sure no one works as hard as you, you're going to get more than what they get. You're going to reap what you sow. Absolutely. And we, we've talked with group of five guys, FCS guys that we brought on the show. They said that they were quick to take the first offer because they weren't certain how many opportunities they would get. And then with you, when you entered the transfer portal, you know, it was you had options like never before and you were taking visits. Um, you know, I think you had 20 power five offers, if I'm not mistaken. What was it like for you to have so many huge programs hitting your line all at once? It was good just to kind of see what like I, what. I really worked for it. everything that I worked for, everything that I grinded for, see it all come, you know, like I said, tenfold. But the thing I was grateful for is I could see what these coaches really meant when they spoke. You know, coming from an FCS school, I did have FBS schools come to my school and talk to me. But I could tell, like, what their intentions were just because of, oh, this guy talked to me this way when I was, you know, in high school, but now he's talking to me this way because now I'm, I'm, you know, a college transfer, now I'm this guy. Now he's talking to me a whole different way. So I can really see people's true intentions. So I think it was a very good thing I kind of went – Albany first because now I can kind of see everything Mm -hmm. and you're just a freak athlete with a stellar background like you played tight end for those who don't know in addition to defensive end high school as well as running track playing basketball are there certain areas of your game that you believe this impressive athletic background really helps you out with 
I think it's definitely, you know, say a running back is able to get out the pocket off the off the side or something like that. I'm able to track them down just because of the track, you know, technique I've learned or the track speed I've gained. And, you know, everything like that, the athleticism mainly comes just from, you know, natural athleticism, but also basketball. They got to be super athletic to play that, like run, jump, all that stuff. But I think, it, honestly, the most impressive thing is probably track just because I'm able to, like, get to my top speed so fast because of that. I love – somebody asked you during the season, like, is there anybody that you can't chase down? And you're like, no. And it's just like you're so confident in your speed. And it, it showed on the field uh, 100%. Um, but another thing that you said right after you committed to Florida State was it felt like I was supposed to be there. It felt like there was an impact I have to make. At this time last year, did you feel like if you did your thing and made some noise at the Power 5 level that, um, you know, you were NFL bound? Um, and when did you know that you had to run it back? Honestly, I this whole season, I was kind of just thinking, like, I want to play. I just want to keep playing. I wasn't thinking about NFL. People kept coming up to me with mock drafts. Hey, but did you see what you ranked in this one? Oh, my God, you ranked in this one. Oh, here, here, this, here, that. I just kind of, like, tuned all that out. And it's my family, I had to thank them spe- specifically for that because they kind of made sure nobody came with me for those things. But it kind of hit me that I was not going to go a little bit towards the Oklahoma game after we finished off with Florida. I was like thinking, I was just in my room chilling. I was like, nah, like it just doesn't feel right to leave yet. It just didn't like in my like I'm a real instinct person. It just didn't feel right to kind of just leave. I was like, nah, I gotta come back. I'm, I've been happy with my decision so far. Yeah, it's definitely a decision that shocked a lot of people, myself included. But I respect the heck out of you for it, and I can't <laughs> wait to see what you accomplish this season and beyond. What are some of the goals that you have, both you know, for the team and yourself? going into 2023? Uh, myself starting, my biggest goal for myself is just, you know, increase everything I've done. You know, I want to be stronger. I want to be faster. I want to be quicker. I want to be able to read this play better. I want to be able to do this move better. It's just a lot of things I want to critique and make myself better at. So, you know, after this season, when the next level, hopefully the opportunity presents itself again, I can take full advantage of it. But with the team, obviously, everyone's saying national championship this or ACC championship that. I just want the best out of us. I don't care wherever that leads us. If we get the best out of us, it's going to lead us to gold. But we just have to give our best every day. We have to show that we're the strongest team, the fastest team, the quickest, the most physical. And we can do all those things, and we'll be very fine. You leaned on guys like Jermaine Johnson and Kyo Thomas, who talked to you on your visit when you were first coming in to Florida State. Um, and I, you leaned on them to become a no eventually. And then, you know, those guys went off to the NFL. Did you lean on them when they were – you you were deciding between the NFL and staying? And if so, what advice did they give you? So uh, during that time, Kier and uh, Jermaine didn't talk to me when I was making my decision. And obviously they're in season, they're still handling their business. But uh, Jermaine did reach out to me, you know, right the day before I released my decision. He said, yo, Jared, we talked for a little bit. And he's like, so, man, what, what are you going to decide to do? I told him I was decide. I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I I'm going to stay. He's like, okay. Like you can see, like you can hear the smile like in his voice. He's like, okay. So I think that's something that he like was going to give me some advice on. But I think I made decisions. So. so some of the things that just pop off the screen when you play, that superb get-off and an elite bull rush, those are just two of the main things that you absolutely excel at. But for those who might not be familiar with your game, take a second to just describe it and highlight some of your strengths. It's physicality for me. That's one thing I've always – pride myself in that's something that I feel later in the season I pulled away from that I need to get back to immediately was my physicality if you hit somebody in the face the first play of the game second play of the game if you wait 
if you just hit them like hard and like make them knock back, make them fall to the ground, they're not going to want that again. They're going to be nervous. They're going to be on the edge. They're going to be, okay, okay, he can do that. So what's he going to do next? Is he going to do it again? They're going to be shit. It's just physicality beats everything, no matter what it is. You can be as fast as you want. You can have the quickest drop step of all time as an offensive tackle. If I run through your face, you're not going to want that no more. That's just something I love to do. But, you know, my speed is something I like to bring in there too because there's a lot of offensive tackles that are just insanely strong. So once they, like, sit down, after I hit them with a couple power mushes, I'm like, okay, let's hit them with a little speed, huh? A little outside move, a little inside, uh-uh. Get a little something to them. <laughs> I mean, there was an offensive lineman on the Oklahoma Sooners who didn't share the same belief in your talents and your work ethic, especially when it came down to the clutch time. Um, you talked about it a little bit after the game in the presser, but what kinds of things was he saying to you to get you riled up at the end of the game? And then when the time ran out, what were you saying to him? Because it seemed like – you know, you were out to prove all the doubters wrong in that moment, and he was just in the way at the wrong time. So during that game, I, I have to give him credit. Uh, it was number 60, the right tackle. That that guy, that, that's a guy. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to say this. He's probably the best tackle I've played this whole year. That's a bold statement. I'm going to have to stand by that one, too. That, that guy was a dog. But he uh, he locked me up a couple times in a row. He kept, he kept giving me different looks. It was something I've never seen before. And, like, he kept giving me, like, it was just he kept, like, mentally getting in my head. I was like, all right, I got to calm down. I went to the sidelines. I calmed down a little bit, came out. I realized, like, what I had to do was just run through his face. So I lined up, and he was like – he locked me up one time, and he was like, yeah, but you're not even going to make it to the league. I said, watch this. Like, I got you something. I got you something. We just kept going back and forth. I'm like, I got you something. Just watch. Just wait. And we just kept getting in each other's ear. Then they uh, snapped the ball, man, right through his edge. He tried to open up to throw me by, but I just ran through. We got right to the quarterback. I got up and I said, how you like that? And I, I'm not going to say what I said because you know, we are there. <laughs> I, said, I said, how you like that? A little couple words, a little choice words. We lined up. The whistle went out. In the game, I just got in his face and said, you can't effing stop me. You're never going to get in my way. You can't mess with me. Go back to your sideline. Get out my state. I mean, that's pretty good stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the craziest thing that somebody said, said to you on the field what he was saying? Or there's some weirder stuff that's been said? There's definitely been some weirder stuff. That was just the first time someone's doubted my skills since I've got to Florida State. Mm-hmm. Or since at least we started playing this season. That was the first time. So it was just like I got so used to people giving me my respect that when someone doubted me, it like brought me back to my old ways. I was like, okay, I got to prove myself again. And I like being that way more than anything. I like having to prove myself. Talk to us a bit about your childhood and just how you became the man that you are today. Uh, definitely my, uh, so I grew up with five siblings. I have a younger brother, two younger sisters, an older brother and an older sister. And uh, I grew up in Dayton, Ohio for uh, a large part of my childhood. Both my parents, everything like that. But my parents worked a lot. Like My mom worked a lot. My dad worked nights a lot so he could be with us during the day when my mom was gone. My mom worked the day, so at night she was home. So it was like, Every time I, I like saw one parents, they were always working. They was always putting in work. So that's like kind of one thing I feel like I got my mindset from, my mentality and everything like that. Because my older sister took that on of working hard. My older brother, I took it on. My younger brother, like my whole family is just hard workers. But, uh, you know, basketball is mainly our family sport. My older brother played basketball. My dad did. My little sister is going to Georgia to play basketball. Like basketball has just been our thing. But, like, I had to like, take a different path. I just felt like football was my thing. Absolutely. And speaking of your your sister, uh, Maya, is signed to play basketball. Uh, her coach described her as, as physical and plays extremely hard, which 
you know, everybody can say just from watching your game, it seems like the effort and the talent in athletics runs in the family. Um, you know, where do those athletic genes come from? And, um, you know, I'm curious because you said basketball is kind of the family sport. So what made you choose football? Uh, I just I didn't like playing basketball. Just I love playing basketball. Let me phrase that. I just didn't like some of the ways because I had to pull away some of my physicality. I like to be able to go out there and just go crazy, go do whatever I have to do to do what I have to do. But basketball, you know, you got to be a little bit more calm, a little bit more articulate with your movements. My little sister, Maya, like we used to play all the time. And I, the reason, one reason I feel like she plays so physical is because she used to play with me. And I didn't go easy on it. Like, I, I she go up for a layup. I block that. She tried to do something. I foul her too. Like, I was going crazy. So she can, she's able to do all these tough moves and everything because she's not used to playing, like, you know, high school girls. She's playing grown men. Like, we take her to, to the park a couple times. She's playing grown men. She's not playing little girls. Have you ever uh, posterized someone and am I going to maybe be victim because of that? Uh, you will definitely be victim because of that. But <laughs> no, nah, I think I've had, I've dunked on about in game, probably about three or four people. But in uh, just overall, probably like 10 people. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, what what does the date January 7th mean to you? Because it feels like there's some meaning behind that. Because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that was when you declared that you were going to be a Florida State Seminole on that day. And then when you announced your return or very around that time. To me, it's just a significant date, just signifying that, you know, here's the day my life in quotation marks turned around. Not that anything was like crazy beforehand. Like I lived a very good life leading up to that moment. It's just here's the day people stopped doubting me for real. And obviously people still have their doubts, like, oh, he hasn't played a game yet. He's just coming here. He's still FCS. Some people don't know Albany's FCS or D1. People think it's Juco or D2. I don't know why. But um, it's just, you know, that's the day signifying, all right, here's where people stop doubting me. But I still have to keep working hard. Like, even when I released that video, I still went out in the gym and I was, like, going harder than I, I've gone a long time just because I'm, like, I, I can't let people catch up to me because I've already opened the gap. Let me open it even more. People got to put some respect on the Great Danes name. What is going on there? I don't know. They got to put respect on the Danes. I'm telling them. So one thing I love asking everybody we interview, how do you plan on giving back to the community and helping out those in need? Uh, there's definitely a lot of ways. You know, back at Albany, we did um, like we did team events and everything like that. But here, it's been a, a, lot, a large part of like me going back into the community is Rising Spear. And Battle Zan has just uh, jumped into our picture for the whole football team. We've all been, you know, doing events for them also. But it's just like these uh, collectives that come to the team that come and help us. They give us the opportunity to go out, help, you know, boys and girls clubs, or we'll do a coat drive, a food drive, or just go hang with some people. Like it's just good to really go out to the community and really, you know, know these people seeing me, interacting with me, interacting with my teammates, just bring smile to everybody's face. Absolutely. Well, Jared, we can't thank you enough for joining us today, man. Uh, we wish you the best of luck running it back with the Florida State Seminoles in 2023. Uh, and we wish you another healthy season. Thank you.